Welcome to the Unhurried Moments podcast. I'm Johnny Moore. These short episodes capture epiphanies, moments in our lives when time stands still or we get new perspectives and insights. Normally, these episodes feature guests, but today I'm going to read a story from a book, The Moral Imagination, with kind permission from its author, John Paul Lederach. It's a book about high-stakes conflict resolution, and this is one of the standout stories. It tells the story of two warring tribes in Ghana, the Dagomba and the Konkomba. The tribes had very different traditions and structures, and religious beliefs, rooted in the country's colonial past. Lederach describes a crucial moment in the process of reconciliation, and now I'm reading from his book. In the first face-to-face meeting of the two groups, the Dagomba paramount chief arrived in full regalia and with his entourage. There were designated persons who carried his staff and sat at his feet. In the opening moments of the meeting, he assumed a sharp attitude of superiority. Taking the role of the paramount, he wasted no time in denigrating and verbally attacking the concombers. Given the traditions and rights afforded the highest chiefs, little could be done except to let the chiefs speak. Look at them, he said, addressing himself more to the mediators than to the concombers. Who are they, even that I should be in this room with them? They, they do not even have a chief. Who am I to talk to? They are a people with nothing, who have just come from the fields and now attack us in our own villages. They could at least have brought an old man. But look, they are just boys born yesterday. The atmosphere was devastating. Making matters worse, the mediators felt in a very difficult bind. Culturally, when facing a chief, there was nothing they could do to control the process. You simply cannot tell a chief to watch his mouth or follow ground rules, particularly in the presence of his entourage and his enemies. It appeared as if the whole endeavour may have been misconceived and was reaching a breaking point. The concomber spokesman asked to respond. Fearing the worst, the mediators provided him space to speak. The young man turned and addressed himself to the chief of the enemy tribe. You are perfectly right, father. We do not have a chief. We have not had one for years. You will not even recognise the man we have chosen to be our chief. And this has been our problem. The reason we react, the reason our people go on rampages and fights resulting in all these killings and destruction, arises from this fact. We do not have what you have. It really is not about the town or the land or the market guinea fowl. I beg you, listen to my words, father. I am calling you father because we do not wish to disrespect you. You are a great chief. But what is left to us? Do we have no other means but this violence to receive in return the one thing we seek? to be respected and to establish our own chief who could indeed speak with you rather than having a young boy do it on our behalf. The attitude, tone of voice and use of the word father spoken by the young concomber man apparently so affected the chief that he sat for a moment without response. When finally he spoke, he did so with a changed voice, addressing himself directly to the young man rather than to the mediators. I had come to put your people in your place, but now I feel only shame. Though I insulted your people, you still called me father. 
It is you who speaks with wisdom, and me who has not seen the truth. What you have said is true. We who are chiefly have always looked down on you because you have no chief, but we have not understood the denigration you suffered. I beg you, my son, to forgive me. At this point, the younger Concomba man stood, walked to the chief, then knelt and gripped his lower leg, a sign of deep respect. He vocalised a single and audible na'ah, a word of affirmation and acceptance. Those attending the session reported that the room was electrified, charged with high feeling and emotion. It was by no means the end of the problems or disagreements, but something happened in that moment that created an impact on everything that followed. The possibility of change away from century-long cycles of violence began, and perhaps the seeds that avoided what could have been a full-blown Ghanaian civil war were planted in that moment. It's a wonderful story, and thanks again to John Paul Lederach for allowing me to share it here. This has been the Unhurried Moments podcast. You can find out more at our website, unhurried.org. I've been Johnny Moore. Thank you for listening, and see you again soon.